Hello. <sighs> Welcome to Stories, a Stark Friends podcast. Oh, yeah. Where we pick a theme and each tell a story. At the end, you get to vote with us to pick the best story. Whoever gets the most votes gets to pick the next theme. Our current theme is pets. My name is Buddy Stark. I'm introducing Noah. And he is going to... Actually, what are you talking about, Noah? Ah, oh, I wondered when you would ask. Um, oh, yeah, we don't know. Well, I'll tell you right now. Um, so I... I actually had a lot of trouble with this one. And I think Hannah expressed those frustrations um, as well in her episode that I thought this was going to be super easy, which is why um, when we tied, I thought it was a good compromise. I thought everyone would enjoy it. Um, but I actually had a lot of trouble with this. And so I started to think to myself, what are some of the pets that I like? Right. <laughs> and so I thought about my dogs and I thought, I don't really want to tell. I debated telling stories about my dogs, but I thought no one wants to hear that. And so I, thought, I well, do still like the idea of that, though, like in the future, using a personal story because we have not done that. It's true. And it's within the rules. Mm-hmm. There are no rules. Those are the only rules. Um, yeah. Well, then I thought, what other pets do I like? And I thought, well, I like Hannah and Buddy's pets. I love their Aww. dogs. Um, well, then I thought. Oh, but there's actually an interesting story behind uh, their pets' names. <laughs> and so I thought to myself, you know what would be a really interesting story is the story of Laika. Um, and he's going to talk about Laika. I'm not going to talk about Hannah and Buddy's dog because I'll let I them... I this. Yeah, and just wait until you hear the story. Well, um, no, we've got our vote. How are we going to vote against Likey? Well, just wait, because you you know, do you know the story it's of Laika? It's a sad ending. Yeah. Yeah. So, hmm, um, do I know the story of Laika? I mean, he's right to ask me. <laughs> yeah. Right, because <laughs> Hannah was getting excited, and I was like, well, you just said you don't want a sad story. Well, in fact, buddy, it's interesting to me that you, you picked the names that you picked. Um, ah, did some reading, did you? I did. Well, I kind of had to read about the story, you know? Right. Um, Not Belka and Strelka. Exactly. Strelka's a dumb Lyka name. and Belka. Well, so Belka and Strelka were the ones that went up together, and they were together. The first. Oh, that yeah, would have exactly. made more sense. But Lyka was the that? first one. Lyka was the first. I wanted to pay homage to Lyka. Belka and Strelka came back, and they were celebrated as heroes. They lived a fine life. Aww. Lyka, on Lyka. the other hand. Um, so for those of you that don't know, Lyka was a Soviet space dog um, who became, I think, the, the first... So it's one of they say one of the first animals in space, but I think she was the first animal to orbit the, the Earth, right? The first thing in space, yeah. The was first she, animal. She was in the space. first living animal in space. Yeah. Were monkeys? Yep. Yeah, Ham the Space Chimp was an American project, but that came several months after like I didn't know that. Right. Yep. I always think monkey for some reason. Um, You're not alone. <laughs> well, that's because that's what America did. Yep. So of course you know the American one because we're the victors and we win. Um, even though uh, it was well after like uh, the. Uh, the, uh, the the dog. So I don't know how much you know about it, Hannah, but Laika was actually um, a stray, uh, a stray from the streets of Moscow. I did not know that, but that makes sense. Who's yeah. going to volunteer their pet Ex- to be like? Right. Well, yeah. in Moscow at the time, and still today, but also at the time, had a big stray problem anyway. So right. it was like, well, two birds, these things off the road, one yeah. stone, right? Yeah. So um, she was selected to be the the occupant of Buddy. Do you know what the uh, what her ship was called? Oh, goodness. Uh, well, hold on. I know Yuri Gagarin, Yuri Gagarin rode in a Vostok capsule. Did she also ride in a Vostok capsule? Um, the doghouse? I could be wrong. I don't know the actual model name, uh, but it was... Oh, the name of the ship? Yeah. No, I don't think I do know the name of the ship. It was Spudnik 2. 
Oh, well, there you go. That makes uh, sense. Yeah, that's a Sputnik? lot. Sputnik? Yeah, Sputnik. Okay. You know, like a, like a potato antenna. No, 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 no. It's no, no, Sputnik. No, no, it's Spudnik. No, it's Sputnik. <laughs> Buddy? Yeah, you're right, it's Sputnik. Thank you. Mine was a joke from friends, I'm not voting for Noel. Um, He's antagonizing me. So, at this point, um, and, you know, let's just be upfront. Uh, there was very little known about the impact of spaceflight on living creatures at the time. Weird. Um, so, the technology to deorbit, I don't even think, had been developed at this point. Um, uh, no, well, it was not part of the plan. So he, was, he went later. They were testing. So, Leica was first. The very first before thing. Before people. Before, so, anything. before anything. And not only, so if that sounds bad, uh, they put her in there knowing she was never like gonna survive i did know that it makes so, me sad so some scientists believed uh humans would be unable to survive the launch uh or the conditions of outer space so they actually viewed flights by animals as necessary to uh see if this is something we could actually do like how we test everything on animals. who was shocking shocked i'm sorry <laughs> to find out that there's gambling in this establishment um <laughs> so the experiment aimed to you know prove that a a passenger um, that was alive could actually uh, survive being launched into orbit and endure their, uh, you know, that environment, um, which paved the way for um, for humans to go out into space. Uh, so um, after the success of the first Sputnik uh, in 1957, which honestly I didn't even know there was a Sputnik two. Um, I, I, just, I didn't either. I just know of Sputnik one. I and in fact That's I know it's me. called one. I just thought it was Sputnik. Um, uh, uh, Khrushchev, the Soviet leader, wanted a spacecraft launched um, in 1957, which was the I think actually on November 7th, which was the 40th anniversary of the uh, uh, the October Revolution, um, which was the Socialist Revolution uh, in Moscow. Um, so they 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 were planning on this date specifically. Um, so they had to build a, a new craft um, from scratch. He specifically wanted his engineers to develop um, uh, what he called a space spectacular, um, which was, a, in his mind, a mission that would repeat the triumph of Sputnik 1, um, but kind of push the bounds even further. Um, they planned on uh, a dog because they thought that would be the best way to uh, kind of test test the waters. Um, a dog would also be a little easier to maintain than... Um, you can't send a cat. What right. would they do? What would they do? Uh, <laughs> Nothing. So, uh, in 1951, or since 1951, they had, this is the worst part, lofted 12 dogs into suborbital space on ballistic flights, um, you know, with, without a lot of success. <laughs> so, um, Laika was found as a stray wandering the streets of Moscow. Uh, scientists chose uh, to use strays uh, because... Um, for one, like Buddy mentioned, it was kind of a problem they were having at the time that they had so many of them. Uh, but they also assumed that uh, animals such as strays had already learned to endure conditions of extreme cold and hunger. Um, mm, yuck. Right, because Moscow is pretty cold. Gross. Um, they, I hate this story. Yep, I knew you would. <laughs> she was three years old. I don't know if you knew that. Um, no. But uh, I like is three years old. She's four. Oh yeah, she just turned four. <gasps> so the the um, the Soviet personnel gave her uh, several names and nicknames. Uh, oh, why did I do this? Um, 
Kui- do what? Kui- Dra- Choose Russian names. Kui Dravka, oh. uh, which was oh. Little Curly. Uh, Sushka, which was Little Bug. Uh, Lemonchik, which is Little Lemon. Um, Laika, which, uh, do you guys know what that one means? Laika? Doesn't it mean... Oh, no, I don't know. No, Belka's white and Little Squirrel, but I don't know Laika. <laughs> Uh, Laika was, uh, I think, a, an actual a Russian name for several breeds of dog, kind of similar to husky. Um, was the name popularized around the world? Literal transition uh, translation being barker. Um, yeah, that's to bark, right. right. Does that sound? <laughs> yep. like, does that sound we like? Can a, account, we can account for that. Okay. Yep. Uh, according to some accounts, the technicians actually renamed her um, from uh, Kujraika, which was uh, little curly. Uh, to Laika, because she barks loudly. Because she barks so much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the American press dubbed her uh, Muttnik, um, right. as a pun of Sputnik, because she's a Rude. mutt. Yeah, I know. Was it derogatory? Um, uh, in um, in their defense later on, either the Russian press, or actually it might have been the American press, would uh, go on to name our first satellite attempt Kaputnik. Because that's it, hilarious. It failed on launch. <laughs> See, that's just funny. Yeah. Um, so, interestingly enough, and I didn't know this either, um, there were three dogs trained for the Spudnik 2 fight. Uh, there was Albina, Mushka, and Laika. Um, and uh, let's see, what else do we got? What else What else is interesting? Um, the exact time uh, of the launch varies um, from 530 uh, to 722. Like, I, I don't know why there's not a specific accounted time. Um, but at peak acceleration, um, Laika's respiration increased between three and four times uh, the pre-launch rate. Uh, the sensors showed her heart was 103 beats per minute before launch and increased to 240 beats per minute during the uh, early acceleration. Mm, no. Um, so, I don't know if you want to hear all this, Hannah, but... Um, Probably not. Okay. We should just end here and say she lived a long life. <laughs> well, so she... Who wants to be depressed? No one, Hannah. No one. <laughs> uh, ultimately, I think some of the thermal insulation tore loose, um, which raised the cabin temperature uh, to 40 Celsius, which, for those of you that don't know, is 104 um, after three hours of weightlessness, uh, Laika's pulse rate had settled back to 102 beats, uh, three times longer than it had taken during the earlier uh, ground tests, which is a clear indication of the stress she was under. I wonder why. Um, so, uh, uh, let me think. Many rumors um, circulated. Fine, say what you gotta say. Yeah, well, so she. <sighs> the truth is, the Soviets actually planned to euthanize her uh, by poisoning yes. her. But he's told me this. Right? So right. she would I'm die. Her, her last meal. So yeah. she would die humanely, right? Yes. Um, but that obviously didn't happen. Um, I, I believe she. Uh, what is the, the actual. She died of heat stroke. Heat stroke, in right? The cabin. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say, yeah. but I wanted to make sure that was right, <sighs> which is awful. <laughs> Freaking <laughs> on, Russians! On so this many is the levels. worst thing they've ever done. Well, and well, <laughs> um, <laughs> so for many years, the Soviet Union actually gave conflicting statements that she had died um, either from asphyxia, um, 
uh, or that she had been euthanized. They said those two things. Um, but many rumors circulated about the exact manner of her death. Uh, in 1999, several Russian sources reported that she had died when the cabin overheated in, in the f- fourth orbit. Um, so in 2002, so three years later, after those sources came out, uh, one of the scientists behind the mission revealed that she had died on the fourth circuit of flight from overheating. Um, according to the paper he presented at the World Space Congress in Houston, uh, it turned out, he said in quotes, it turned out that it was practically impossible to create a reliable temperature control system in such limited time constraints. Um, over five months... You shouldn't rush to some... Over five months later, after 2,570 orbits, Sputnik 2, including Laika's remains, disintegrated during reentry on April 1958. So, um... Ugh! Due to the over... scientist... Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, was, I think that scientist also, at some point during that talk, said um, that he regretted his part in it because... Um, it turns out they didn't learn enough to justify the animal's life, yeah. which I thought was pretty touching. That is touching. That is touching. Um, we picked such a dumb theme. <laughs> due to uh, the overshadowing issue of the space race, uh, the ethical issues raised by this exper- experiment um, went largely unaddressed yeah, for nobody cared. quite a long time. Uh, the press was really just focused on the uh, on like the political perspective, uh, yeah. while the health and retrieval um, of Laika became an issue later. Uh, this is why there will be a heaven for dogs and not for people. <laughs> I firmly well, believe it. Well, and so Sputnik, like I said before, Sputnik Two was designed to be retrievable. Uh, it was not or was not designed to be retrievable, and so like they accepted from the get go that she was not right, going to. She wasn't coming back. Like that yeah. was the plan. Um, Nope. So this mission sparked a uh, debate across the globe on the mistreatment of animals and animal testing in general to uh, advance science. Um, well, that's good. Uh, the uh, in, in the UK, uh, there is a, a group called the National Canine Defense League. And they called on all dog owners. I want to join that. They called uh, on all dog owners to observe a minute silence um, for, for Leica specifically. Uh, while the when? Uh... In 19, I think it was uh, in 50, 57. Oh, was, so we missed it. Right. Yeah. What are you <laughs> talking about? Yeah. I, it wasn't, I it's thought not maybe now. They do it, yeah. I thought maybe they do it every year or something. Well, the Royal Society um, for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals uh, received protests even before Radio Moscow had finished announcing the launch. Yeah. Um, animal rights groups at the time called on members of the public to protest at Soviet embassies and others demonstrated outside the UN in New York. Um, so it's, it, it, it seems like there was a lot of controversy everywhere else except in the Soviet Union. Um, mm-hmm. The media, uh, books in the following years, and not even the public openly questioned the decision to send a dog into space. Um, it's a tough world over there. In 1998, after the collapse of the Soviet regime, um, one of the scientists responsible for sending Leica into space expressed regret for uh, allowing her to die. Um, and I'm actually you said it earlier. You said it earlier, but it's a different scientist. I couldn't remember if it was right or not. But this is the quote. Okay. Work with animals is a source of suffering to all of us. We treat them like babies who cannot speak. Right. Um, the more time passes, the more I'm sorry about it. We shouldn't have done it, dot, dot, dot. Mm. We did not learn enough from this mission to justify the death of the dog. Mm. 
That's so sad. Um, it is sad on the people, too, that had to work with them and care for them and, like, just send them up there to die. Well, and so bef- before we close up, I just kind of want to talk Let's about... Close up. I just want to talk about the legacy of, of Laika. Um, right there. Laika, well, right. But Laika is memorialized <laughs> in form of a statue and plaque at Star City in Russia uh, at the Cosmonaut Training Facility. Um, That's cool. Yep. Uh, she was created in 1997 uh, and is positioned behind the cosmonauts with her ears uh, up in the up position. Cosmonaut is a super cool name. Isn't it? Right? Like, yeah. I, every time I'm saying it, I'm like, that's a dope name. I know. It is cool. Uh, actually, in as early as uh, 1964, uh, the Monument to the Conquerors of Space, which was constructed in 64, also includes her. Um, in 2008, at a military research facility um, where staff had been responsible for readying her for the flight, officials unveiled a monument of her poised on top of a large space rocket. Um, they even, I think, in um, in Romania in 1959, uh, they had stamps with her on it wow. and a rocket. Yeah. Um, so future space missions um, carrying dogs would be designed to be recovered from here on out. Um, four other dogs died in Soviet space missions, um, but I think that that was the last time they did it with the intention of like not yeah. recovering. Because right. people die in space because of accidents. Right. I mean, stuff happens. Although at least the people are consenting. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, although never shown, uh, Laika is pri- uh, prominently mentioned in a 1985 film, My Life as a Dog, in which the main character. Um, no. What? I never watch that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's a series of books out there. This isn't about Laika, but um, it's like a series of children's books about Belka and Strelka. Yes. Yeah, they couldn't do one about Laika because you know why? Then they'd have to be like, and she died we're, from heat Because we're bad people. You know, um, yep. <laughs> Laika is mentioned in a 2004 song, uh, Neighborhood Number 2 by Arcade Fire. I didn't know hmm. that. Um, I didn't either. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's a few other things, but uh, I I just said I thought that was really interesting because um, I couldn't decide who I wanted to talk about between Laika and and Balka because I was like, I'll talk about both of them. And then I realized that they weren't (laughs) together. Together. Yeah. And I was like, so I'm surprised he didn't they didn't name them Balka and Stroka. But yeah, so I, I wanted I have wanted for a long time to have a dog named Laika because of like a story and like just you know paying homage to that that pup that makes a and lot so of that, sense right and so that i so i knew i wanted to name one of them Laika, and so now i have a second dog and yeah we i, I thought for a bit about going with belka and strelka but then i'm putting off Laika again and uh, hannah's right strelka is not an amazing name sounds like a um, man's name and belka actually works out well because it's again she's it's a russian dum-dum. for white and she's a all white defo aren't you defo an all white defo well, and I'll say I'll say this. I know it was a sad story, but it, I also I feel like not enough people know that story. Um, and so when I was doing my research, I I really felt, I saw it. and I was like, well, this is really sad. I hope this isn't a mood killer. But I also felt like, well, there are just some things that I think is important for people to know. Um, yeah. And so I hope that uh, a lot more people take that name into consideration when they're you know. Having their own pets, or when they building uh, space rockets, building space rockets. Like I think that's I, I think the more we can uh, honor 
what she did for uh, the field of science, I, I think, doesn't make it worth it. But at least we can try and, you know, yeah. at least honor her memory. So I hope people just learn from it and stop mistreating animals. Yeah, that's, that's probably going to happen. <sighs> for sure. Nice hand. That was a good. Our, that was a good. Uh, like tail end of, of my comment. <laughs> I really appreciate that. I'm talking about honor her name. Like, I show people treat animals better. Dumb butts. <laughs> <sighs> I don't like the sad stories. Sorry. You should. You can't have happy stories without sad stories. Ugh, I know. I don't mind sad stories. I hate sad pet stories. They're so. They're so sad. They are. I don't, ugh. Well, and how can people find you or vote for you? Well, I was getting ready to do it. I'm, I'm not sorry, you. I'm I'll sorry. do it. Oh. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. You can reach us on Facebook at Star Friends. <laughs> also on Twitter at Star Friends. If you want to email us, go to Gmail. Star Friends Podcast at gmail.com. That was very hard to understand. You actually don't have to go to Gmail. You can email us from any email account, but you do have to email us at starfriendspodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Well, it doesn't matter. They didn't hear it because I was talking about this the whole time. <laughs> Be careful where you take your cabbages. Bark, bark. Bark, bark.